Hey Mavens, are you feeling stuck in your business? Are you feeling like you are ready for growth, ready to take your business to the next level, but you're just not sure what the next steps are that you need to be taking or what what you should be doing in your business to help it grow? If that sounds like you, then come join us in our Master Mavens program. The doors are open, but they are only open for a limited time. They're closing on March 16th. So now is your chance to jump in our membership and get resources to help you build your beauty business. This program, the whole reason we created it and our goal behind it was to help give you resources so that you can take your business to the next level. So what's included in our Master Mavens membership is monthly group coaching calls with Kristen and myself two times a month. You also get two monthly self-coaching resources straight to your inbox. So these were designed so that you can actually implement what we are teaching you and see real growth because you're not going to grow unless you're actually taking action. You can take all the courses you want. You can listen to all the podcasts, but unless you're actually applying it, you're not, your business ain't going to grow. So we have those. You get access to an exclusive community of master mavens, exclusive discounts to beauty maven education and products, and access to our maven education library of spreadsheets, templates, tutorials, and more. So come join us. Come join our master maven membership where it's just ongoing education, resources, and support in growing your beauty business. Like I said, the doors are closing on March 16th. If you want more information, go to masterbeautymavens.com. And we really hope to see you in our group and see you on our calls. Love you guys so much. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, Mavens. It's Maddie. And Kristen. And we're back with another episode of Beauty Mavens Podcast. We're so glad that you're here. This week's episode is different, and I really like it. Yeah, this was a genius idea that Maddie had. I wish I could say I thought of it, but (laughs) seriously, it's such a fun and creative idea, and we learned a lot from listening to these clips. Well, let me explain. Let me let you explain what it is first. Okay, and then I want to know your thoughts. I want to know what you think about this episode. So, what I did this week, well, first of all, it's March. Happy March. For all month of March, we're doing Marketing Madness, so we're going to be sharing tons of marketing tips over on our Instagram page, at beautymavens underscore, and then in our Facebook group, which is just our community of listeners, so you can join that by going to facebook.com slash groups, groups slash beautymavens. Beautymaven. Beautymaven. I couldn't snag the link with the S, so it's just beautymaven there. Okay, so go join that Facebook group. If you need the link, just DM us and we'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, we're just going to be sharing tons of marketing tips, going live on our Instagram quite a few times, so come hang out with us. So I thought it would be fun to talk to some of the experts, well, not talk to some of the experts, I thought it'd be, I asked, okay, we picked, (laughs) we picked some experts in the industry and asked them to send us a three to five minute voice memo of their number one marketing tip. And so you're, you're going to hear from some of our favorite industry friends, and they have a really, really good advice. So this episode is fun, and yeah, let me know what you think about episodes like this, because I was thinking maybe once a month it'd be fun to pick a topic and gather some experts together and hear what they have to say about it, because then it's nice to have like all the marketing things in one place. 
Yes. From all the experts in the industry. Yeah. So. Tell us what you think about this episode. And by the way, maven means expert or connoisseur. We always talk about that. But we truly believe that everyone in the industry, every beauty professional is a maven and an expert. So if you have something that you want to share, DM us, jump in our Facebook group, email us, and we would love to get you on the podcast as well. Yeah, so let's start with our marketing tip. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. we'll go into the others. Okay, so you share yours first because I feel like mine goes along the lines of yours. Yeah, so my biggest tip with marketing is to have marketing stamina. And what I mean by that is yes, be consistent. Yes, don't give up. Yes, keep trying. But like, there's so many times, how many people have we talked to, Kristen, where it's like, Oh, I tried. I mean, and we've even done this too. Like, this is <laughs> yeah, all speaking we are from guilty. experience. But it's like, oh, I did a Facebook ad and nothing happened. So Facebook ads don't work. Or I did a call to action at the end of my Instagram post and nobody answered the question. So that doesn't work. Yeah, like I went. I went live on Facebook and nobody was there. So, so that didn't work. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Like, you have to have stamina. You have to whatever you're going to do. Be consistent with it, and it's going to take time. To see results. And I think a good example of this, honestly, is, I mean, everybody knows who Tony Robbins is. We just watched the live training with him, and he said at his very first event, okay, this is Tony freaking Robbins, who gets, like, how many thousands of people to come to a weekend seminar and pay him at least $10,000. Like, I'm talking, like, 15,000 people show up paying (laughs) $10,000. Like, it's insane how big he is. Goals, goals, goals. But his very first event... Had seven people. He said he spent two to three grand on just the room and only seven people showed up. But guess what? He didn't let that stop him. He kept doing events. He kept going, going, going. And like now he is like obviously doing very successful with it. And thousands of people are paying him thousands and thousands of dollars to come to these weekend events. So there's like the perfect example of stamina. Yeah. So before you say email marketing doesn't work or this isn't working, influencer marketing isn't working, like, are you working? (laughs) How many times have you tried? That's good. Maybe it's you that's not working. Or like, it's like pretty much saying cars don't work just because you don't understand it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just because you don't understand how a car works doesn't mean it doesn't work. Because there are companies clearly there are companies out there who understand how affiliate marketing marketing works and that's how they built their multi-million dollar brand. Or there's brands out there who understand how Facebook ads work and so they have built this huge business. Or there's influencers that are getting 30 grand a month from their Instagram campaigns and showing that Instagram marketing is working. Working. <laughs> Instagram marketing is working. <laughs> Uh, and, okay, wait. We're getting... What was I going with that? that? That it's working. Yeah. So you can invite influencers into your space, but you have to, like, keep doing it. Yeah. So that's my number one tip, is just to have stamina, which obviously touches on being consistent, not giving up, and just keep going. Um, but, I mean, we're totally guilty of this, too. So, speaking from experience. But, so, like, for example, well... Do I have an example? <laughs> I don't have anything in my head. I was just kind of talking. Okay, I'm going to go on with my tip. If you think of an example you want to share, <laughs> we can do that. But 
Don't be throwing out examples if you don't have one <laughs> set up in your mind. Okay, so my tip is save yourself so much time and energy and sanity by recycling your content. This has been a complete game changer. I cannot believe it took me years, years on Instagram. How long have I been on Instagram? Like five years? To finally freaking figure out that I can recycle my content. And hi, this might sound like, duh, but it's not duh. Because, like, are you doing it? Because we weren't. If you are doing it, I'm, I'm, like, really impressed. But here's what I mean. I mean this in two different senses. So, number one, if you write an email, I would start with an email because I feel like that's the longest text you're going to write. Write up an email about whatever subject you want. Copy and paste it. It's a blog post. Record it. It's a podcast. Or an IGTV. A podcast and an IGTV together. Yeah. Or chop and, not or, and chop that email up into five different Instagram posts. Just like take each paragraph, copy and paste it. There's an Instagram post. Then take a paragraph of it, post it in your Facebook group. Like recycling all of your content is going to save you so much time. Like why are we thinking of something different to write about on every single platform, on every single post, something new every single day? Right? Like, am I the only one that was doing this? So recycle your content, especially the written word and, like, photos. You can always reuse them. If you guys have noticed, I mean, you probably have noticed, but our Instagram page, we did a photo shoot when? December of 2018? Yeah, it was right on May 1st. We're starting. And we are still posting those pictures all the time. They're, they're super cute, but, like, you've probably seen all of them. Three or four times, but we mix them up enough that you don't actually know. Yeah, you recycle them. Didn't notice. Um, okay, and my other way I'm meaning to recycle posts is to, or recycle content, is to actually recycle your posts. So, I've been experimenting with this before I wanted to share it. So, we had this post. It's like VV on brand. I don't, even know, <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense, but it was super on brand for us. It's all pink. It has our pink X on it. It has our logo, and it just says... In big, bold letters, build a brand, not an Instagram. You might have seen it because it is our top performing post we've ever done. Um, And when I was looking at the insights, not only was it like the ones with the most likes and the most comments, it had the most shares, the most saves, the most profile visits, the most reach, the most website clicks, and the most impressions. So... I was like, whoa, why did that post do so good? So a couple months later, I literally took the same picture and I took the same caption. It had some statistics on it. So I like updated those a little bit. It was like talking about Kim Kardashian's followers versus her engagement rate. So I updated that with her new 160 million followers. Mm, and I posted the basically the same thing. And guess what? It's our second top most producing content. Most shares, most follows, most saves, most comments, most likes. Like, it was literally the exact same thing four months later. So you, like, didn't see it. Even if you, like, kept scroll, scroll, scroll back, you couldn't really see it. It was really far back. So people didn't even realize. Yeah. Like, it, okay, so the first time I posted was May 2019, and I reposted it again, February 13th. And I still even had some of the same people comment. They're like, this is so, like, this is amazing. I totally relate to this, or whatever. Like, it was... And you're like, yeah, Becky, you probably have it saved in your saved <laughs> photos already. <laughs> but I literally just took my old post and my old caption and threw it up. It took me 
maybe five minutes to make that post. And it's a really long caption. So recycle. I mean, like when I recycled it. Not the, not the first time. The first time <laughs> took me a minute. But the second time, like, oh my gosh, saved me time, energy, sanity. Like, saved my creative mind from trying to come out. up with something new, burning out, not posting. So... You guys, we know totally you works. feel like this. This is like our number one thing is how do you come up with captions? How do you get content to post? I want to start an email list, but I don't know what to write about. I don't know what to send. I got a baby on my lap. <laughs> and he is being chatty. You want to tell him what you think? <laughs> tell him what you think, Link. Oh, now he's quiet. <laughs> um, But... Yeah, I, have to, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Th- so that's why everyone's always asking us about emailing us about how to come up with captions, how to come up with email address. I mean, emails to send, how to come up with blog posts. Like, we want to expand our reach and our marketing outlets, but it's hard to know. Like, you're like, I don't want to come up with another thing. I don't want to create more content for my blog. I don't have the energy to write emails a newsletter every month, but you don't have to, you don't have to, you just recycle it all. Take your newsletter, like Kristen said, make it a blog post, make it some Instagram captions, do some stories that go along Mm -hmm. with it. Like if you're struggling to know what to talk about on your story on Instagram, this is just another bonus tip. I mean, I guess it goes along with it, but look at what you posted on Instagram. And if you were talking about aftercare, go get on your story and talk about the products that you need to take care of your hair after your appointment or your nails after your appointment. Whatever it is you're talking about on your on your post, go talk about it on your story because literally like 3 you're lucky if 3 to 5% of your followers are followers are even seeing your feed. So you need to sh- talk about it in your story and then direct them to your feed. Yeah, you have different audiences on every platform and on every different aspects of each platform. Yeah. Like from your Facebook page to your Facebook group, from your email marketing list to your Instagram stories versus captions versus who's asking you questions in your DMs. People in your DMs might not have seen your post or story. Yeah. And obviously, like, you're not going to take the same format of the email and put it in there. Instagram caption. caption. Like, you're going to tweak it a little bit, but you're taking the bones. Yes. Oops. Um, don't, don't get sad. We're almost done. These are great <laughs> tips, Lincoln. <laughs> Seriously, I'm jealous for everybody listening to this episode. I wish I had learned these tips right when I was in the beginning or, like, didn't have to learn them the hard way. Yeah. So get out your notepad, write down the tips, and put them to action. Like, take massive action on these marketing tips, and I promise you will see an increase in your business, in your sales, in your followers, in your likes, comments, shares. Just... <laughs> I was waiting for you to keep saying something. I know, that I got lost. <laughs> I was on a roll, you and were. then my mind just, like, shut down. I don't know down. what just happened, but it's fine. Anyways, uh, you guys, I know Matt is going to keep that in, too. Thanks. I am. So I really hope you enjoy these marketing tips today from these people who are so generous to share the things that are working in their business. Go give them all a follow. These are some people that we hand-selected people that we look up to in the industry that we go to when we need to bounce business ideas off of or have any struggles. Like, we really, really, really do love all these people on our podcast or on this episode sharing their tips. So go check them out. And while you're at it, 
check us out. Actually, this isn't the end of the podcast episode. <laughs> but still, check us out. Our beauty, our beauty moments. Our Instagram handle did change a little bit. Lincoln. <laughs> we both just had, for any new listeners, we both just had babies. And so our life's kind of, woo, flipped upside down. So we are totally new to juggling this mompreneur business. Anyway. But this is real life, okay? <laughs> so go follow us on Instagram if you aren't already. Our Instagram handle is now at beautymavens underscore. Okay? Now enjoy these marketing tips. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. Hey guys, Paul here from LashCast. I want to thank Christian Madison for asking me to come on and share one great tip or my best tip for marketing. And I know I thought about it for a while and I just can't come up with one. So I'm going to give you two, one for social media and one we'll call old school marketing. Okay. Because the truth is it all depends on what you're trying to accomplish as a salon or business. And you need to kind of pivot and change your marketing. It's not one size fits all for everyone. So first let's go to social media. If I look at your feed, I'm going to see most likely a lot of pictures about volume or mega volume. Not a lot of pictures about classic or of classic lashes, I should say. And that's a problem because Bella Lash recently did a poll or did some research and they found out that 79% of all women really like classic natural looking lashes, like classic slash hybrid lashes. They're not looking for big volume, mega volume looks. And if all you're posting is volume and mega volume looks, guys, you are missing out and almost 80% of the market is looking at your page going, pass, I'll go somewhere else. So you have to really be aware of what the market wants. I know it's cool to be cutting the edge and push the boundaries and all that and know it. Do that. Do editorial. Do big stuff. But also, you guys, I want to encourage you to post pictures of just subtle, natural work. Expand your portfolio. Let people see that you can do a little bit of everything. It's just going to make you look like a better stylist. It may not photograph as exciting, but it's going to let people know that, oh, oh, look at that. That's something I like. I, I'll get that. I mean, at our salon, when, for 13 years, we really catered to the very upper and higher end type clientele. Most of them want something that's very subtle. They don't want to walk in the room and for you, the first thing to say, wow, I love your lashes. That's like terror to them. That's like, oh my gosh, you blew my cover. They want to hear you say, oh my gosh, you look amazing. And then when they walk away, you can think to yourself, I wonder if those were fake lashes or not. Now... Now you just hit the, the bullseye. Now they're going to be excited about you. That's what the kind of upper, higher level type people want. Now, I'm going to say that, that's 100%. There are people out there that want over-the-top stripper lashes. It doesn't matter. There's something for everyone. And by the way, if you're doing volume and you're booked with volume, good for you. You don't need this. I'm talking to the people who are maybe a little less booked, trying to build their clientele, trying to find their voice. And just being volume only or only posting volume is going to limit your choices and pe less people are going to reach out to you. So that's my first thing to encourage you to do. Second thing is I'm going to encourage you to look into doing this. We called it the golden ticket. And what this is, 
it's basically another way of putting it as an in-house Groupon. Instead of giving Groupon money, you're going to just give a nice big discount to new clients. You're going to make a golden ticket, just like Willy Wonka, okay? It's going to say uh, half off or $100 off a new set of lashes, whatever big discount. It has to be substantial. And it's going to say, and they have a place for your clients to write their name. So what you're going to do is you're going to get 500 of these or 200 or 300 of these made. And then when your clients come in, your favorite clients, the ones that you love and you want more of, you're going to hand them two or three of these and go, hey, I have a golden ticket for you. This is for you and your very best friends. I want, I love you, and I want to give you a chance to get your friends in here. So here are two tickets. It's a golden ticket. Hand it out to the two best friends that you have, and they can come in for like half off. And by the way, what's in it for you? Well, you write your name on this ticket, and when they bring it in and redeem it, I'm going to give you a $50 credit for your um, next time you come in. So it's got to be substantial, just like Groupon. It's going to hurt a little bit on the finances, but it's going to give people incentives to give this out because if you say, I'm going to give you 10% off or 5% off, eh, people don't get too excited about that. But you give them $50 off, and by the way, it's just a short window. You're just going to do this for you know, a handful of clients. Maybe you have 10, 15 clients going to do this with. So you're not going to be trying to get thousands of people in. Well, you can. I mean, if you're a new salon or just starting out, maybe you want to hand them out a lot more. But if you are just, you know, trying to get a handful more clients, you do this, and I promise you, you're going to see some new people checking in with you and trying it out. It's a great way to get new clients. This thing called the Golden Ticket. It's old school. It's paper. I know no one likes paper anymore. That's okay for this one time, just for a short, limited time. Give it a shot. See how it works for you. And that's all I got for you guys. You got a two for out of me, two for one deal in marketing. That's pretty cool. Thank you so much for letting me come on and share. And now I got to go because my piglet, my pug, she's hungry and I gotta go feed her. What's up, you guys? It's Sheila Bella. You can find me on Instagram at real Sheila Bella, or you can Come and hang out at my podcast called The Pretty Rich Podcast. If you love this one, you'll like that one too. And for marketing, for what is it? March Marketing Madness? Is it March Madness? Like that's a basketball thing, right? I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm such a girl right now. Um, so for my number one marketing tip, um, when the beauty mavens um, asked me this, I mean, my mind's straight to one thing and that is tell your story. Tell your story. Tell it often. Tell it different ways. Tell it until the cows come home. Honestly, tell it if even if you think people have heard it before. Okay. This, your relationship with people on the internet is slightly different. It's slightly different than your relationship with like your best friend who obviously knows your story. So it's, you have to think of it kind of like a little kid, a little kid who loves the same movie. You know, like my kids love Monsters, Inc. so much. Um, they love Wreck-It Ralph and they watch it over and over and over again and The Greatest Showman. And um, they don't mind how many times they've seen it. They just love the story. They love the movie. And you should think about your followers, not necessarily like kids, but kind of like kids who love to hear your story. And there's different ways you can tell your story. You can tell about, you know, what it was like before you got into this business. You can talk about the very first day you decided that you were going to be a beauty entrepreneur. You can talk about what you were like when you were a kid and did you ever think that you were going to be a beauty entrepreneur. And the reason why it's really important for you to tell this story, to tell your story is because it differentiates you 
from just a sales page. It humanizes you. And I'm all about personal brand. If you want to scale your beauty empire to something bigger and not just rent your time for money, that's what poor people do. Poor people just rent their time for money. But if you're thinking bigger, if you want to scale, if you want to change the world, number one, you're going to need money. It's going to take a lot of money to change the world, right? So it's really important for you to understand the power of telling your story. Think about a brand that is just a sales page, just a sales page where every post is just like, I'm so great. Look at my work. It's so great. Look at my art. It's so great. Versus a page right, where the CEO comes on and is vulnerable a little bit. The last thing you want, the last thing I want, actually, is for people to look at my Instagram and feel bad about themselves. And I say this all the time. I don't want them to think that I just got lucky and just here it is and willy-nilly, here's a seven-figure beauty brand and, you know, it was so, it was so easy. I think that's poison. I think that's using internet the wrong way. For me, I almost feel kind of immoral about it if people don't know what it took for me to get there. Before I sharded, sharded, (laughs) that's not a good word. Before I started sharing my story, and you can probably even look on both of my accounts, before I started sharing my story, my Instagram, I felt like looked a lot more pretentious. And I think I gave people the wrong impression. I mean, think about it. How many Instagram accounts are out there that look so cool, calm, collected, and then just like kind of like too cool for you and like almost like snobbish almost, right? And then you meet the person behind it. You meet the visionary behind the business in person. And they're so much cooler in person. It is the quickest way to turn a cold following into a warm following. Stories are the best way to connect with people. Stories last. Sales pitches don't. So once you've started telling your story, it can be kind of scary at first. But what you will find is you will find people saying, oh my gosh, me too. You will find people saying, thank you so much for opening up. I had no idea. I'm going through the same thing. Now, a lot of you who are afraid to tell your story might be afraid because you'll get judged or criticized or someone won't like it. Yes, that's true. That's true. But the thing is, the negatives are nothing compared to the positives. The positives far outweigh the negatives of doing this. If you have a platform... You have such an opportunity for impact. I think people underestimate the internet. Even if you have 500 people following you, which is a low number, which is crazy, a low number these days, you know what 500 people in a room look like? Like, that's crazy. You have the ability to impact and speak into the souls of 500 people. And not to mention knowing somebody's story is the quickest way to build trust. Okay, we've all been there where there's somebody new, um, you know, at the office or someone new in your class 
or someone new at your, you know, your circle of friends and you're not really sure about them and they're, you know, they're just, you know, showing off all their cool outfits and, you know, their makeup and their accessories and you have no idea who they are, right? But then one day that girl sits down and tells you her story and you're like, huh, oh, you're a real person. There was a quote I read and it said something like, there isn't a soul you couldn't learn to love or feel something, some element of love for who has told you their story. I mean, guys, the story thing is real. And don't just take my word for it. Test it. Test it out this week, okay? Even if it's just like a quick one-minute stories, stories, Instagram stories of your story or, you know, post something on your feed, just like, you know, brushing upon like, you know, what, where you came from. What's the, what's the hardest thing you've overcome? Huh? What's your proudest moment? What's your most embarrassing moment? Can you talk about that? Talk about as much as you're comfortable with. I'm not saying air out all your dirty laundry and, you know, talk about your ex and all this stupid crap he did to you. (laughs) That's my story. Okay. Um, but yeah, test it out. And I want you to report back to me at real Sheila Bella on Instagram, your engagement with that, huh? Compared to everything, compared to everything else on your Instagram, test it until next time, you guys, thank you for bearing with my voice right now because I'm under the weather. I'm just getting over something. And thank you so much to the Beauty Mavens for having me on their podcast. And you guys should go check out them on mine. So much love in the beauty world. All right. Ciao. Hello, everyone. Lana Wire with Lux Uncut here today to talk to you about my favorite marketing habits, to-dos, go-tos, traits, if you will, that have led me to success via social media. So let's just dive right into it. Let's not waste any time, starting with consistency. This is a very crucial habit, and I think we're all very aware of that. But what I think we fail to really realize is consistency varies per person and per company. It truly comes down to whatever you are able to sustain. So if posting once a day is your go-to, hats off, like round of applause, that's really hard to do. Um, Once a week, if you can do that, do it. Hey, even once a month, whatever you can consistently do, do it. The key here is having ongoing momentum that is building up because you don't want to start and then stop and then start and then stop because you end up staying in the same place the entire time. So that's number one, consistency. Number two is quality. Quality within your marketing is also something that is everything. Now, when I talk about quality, you guys, it's something that offers value to your potential customer or the audience that is viewing your material. So that could be down to information within your content. It could also be down to educational aspects of your content or even tips or tricks. Offering value makes you stand out 
which leads me to my last point. When I talk about standing out, what helps you as well is authenticity. Now, anyone that knows me knows that authenticity is something that I stand by, that I live by, rain or shine. Why? Because I said it makes you stand out. And it's true. I'm not just saying that. You don't ever want to blend in. You want to be unique. You really have to think about how much content someone goes through in a day. And the reality is audiences are fed hundreds of marketing material on a daily basis. And the only way to stand out is to make sure you're not blending in. So for me, that is down to my overall brand presence. If you visit my page via Instagram, you'll notice that there is a brand signature there. But it doesn't just have to be that. It could also be how you interact with a potential customer or a client or your audience, whether that's you being personal um, and messaging them personally on Instagram, whether that's you hopping on and doing live videos Authenticity is a pretty broad statement and could be truly anything. What's very important is that it's authentic to you and your business. So don't be a copycat, be the it factor. So again, you guys, that was consistency, quality, and authenticity. I really hope that those pointers helped you guys. If you have any questions, if you want to learn more, or if you guys just simply want to connect with me, I would love nothing more than just that. You can find me on any social media platform at Luxuncut. That's L-U-X-U-N-C-U-T. Thank you guys for listening to me rant, and I hope to connect with you guys soon. Thank you, and happy marketing. Hey everybody, my name is Lori Ward. I'm an esthetician. I have an acne clinic based in Rexburg, Idaho. We also have a a really fun Instagram account where we do a lot of business and we do a lot of marketing. And I was so grateful for this opportunity because it gave me a time to reflect. And if I was to start over, What marketing tips would I use knowing what I know now? And if I was just speaking to one person, one girl who is trying to do better with her business, trying to get her name out there, you know, what would I tell her? Because I was just in her shoes. I was just there a little while ago and I'm not that far ahead of you, but I have learned some things and I I put together a little, I don't know what you would call it, a little synonym or an acronym, I don't know, but I call it my skincare marketing tips. And S would stand for share your story. Your story is so important. Men have been on the earth for what, thousands and thousands of years. And what lasts forever? A good story. And that is how people remember who you are. You might think that your story doesn't mean much, but it really does. And if you don't know what your story is, ask someone to describe you. And when people describe me, they say, oh yeah, it's that pink-haired lady. She went back to school with her daughter. Um, She treats acne. Um, They 
they're really funny or she shares a lot of skin tips on Instagram. Yeah, that girl. Like that is my story. And it's really important that people remember why you're doing what you do. I have a favorite protein ball company. And the way that I explain them to my friends is, hey, it's a husband and wife team. They're really passionate about nutrition and I love their product. So if you don't know what your story is, ask someone and they'll probably tell you. But it's really important that you share your story. K is for keep showing up. You've got to keep showing up when you're trying to market yourself. You cannot just show up once and then disappear three weeks later. You've got to keep showing up. You've got to bring good energy to your business, to your marketing. If you're going, if you're poo-pooing the energy, people are not going to stick around. You've got to really show up with great energy. I is for including your face in your Instagram account or in your marketing, whatever you're doing. People want to know who you are. People are nosy. They want to check you out. They want to know your story. They want to see you. If you're an esthetician, which I'm guessing you're in the beauty industry because you're with the beauty mavens, you are going to have clients, right? They need to know who they're going to meet with. They want to see a face that's familiar to them when they're walking into a new space. It's always comforting when they recognize your face. N is for networking. So I went to this really great Brendan Burchard event just a couple weeks ago in Puerto Rico. And on the very last day, Brendan explained to us why it was so important to network with, with other people. You want to get surrounded by other women or maybe it's men, but for me, it's really important that I surround myself with other women who are striving to move forward and to to better themselves, to grow their business. Um, Brennan explained that when you're sitting with a group of people at a networking event or a mastermind event, which I would highly suggest that you go to, that you, as you are sitting at the table and getting to know people, It's very important that you listen to the other person, listen to what they're doing, listen to what their goals are, their dreams are, their business, and then you say to them, how can I help you grow your business? What can I do for you? How can I promote you? How can I help you? And that person will literally fall off their chair. They'll smile, they'll look at you and they'll say, well, thank you so much. In fact, I need help finding someone who, who can do X, Y, Z. And you'll go, you know what? I know someone who can help you. Let me give you their number. And the crazy thing about this is the other person will say, well, how can I help you? What can I do for you? And you'll say, you know what? I'm looking for someone who can edit my videos for me. Do you know anyone? I really need help with that. And they'll go, you know... I have a friend who's really good at that and they'll hook you up. So the purpose of networking is to ask someone, how can I help you? 
and then to tell someone what you need help with. And more than likely, when you're sitting in a group of other women, someone is going to have the answer for you. And answers equal money. He explained that each person that you talk to is at least a quarter of a million dollar idea if you put it to work. And so you need to network with other people when you are marketing. It's really critical that you open your circle and find other people that have the same likes. You just never know where you're going to need them and when you can help someone else out. C would be for consistency. It's kind of the same as to keep showing up, right? But you've got to be consistent in your message. You have to keep sharing your story. You, you've just got to be consistent in the times that you post, not in the time of the day, but in how many times a day are you going to post? How many times are you going to do a story? You've just got to be consistent. A is for always letting people know that you care. Always serve with your heart first. I have noticed even in my own messaging that when my heart isn't leading, but it's my fear that's leading my business or my marketing, that it just doesn't resonate with people. Like I've gone through a phase where our business has been slow and I'm really trying to book appointments and get all the books filled for my girls. And I am fear driven, right? And I had to step back and go, I've got to I've got to let people feel my heart and know that I care about them. People will book with you. They will buy from you if they know that you care. So whenever you're doing your marketing or your messaging or you're trying to grow and get your name out there, people have to know that you care. Because if you're just not in it, either are they. Your heart really has to lead your marketing and your message the businesses that do the best have the biggest heart. R would be for repeating your message. You've got to use repetition. One day I was working with one of the girls at the front desk in my clinic and I was asking her, why haven't you been filming any stories and sharing it? And she goes, well, I just assumed that everyone has seen it before, that they already knew. I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, when I went back there to film um, Maggie cleansing so-and-so's skin, I just figured, well, everyone knows how to cleanse. Everyone knows how to do it. And I said, to my, to my, I'm not going to say her name, but to my employee, oh, employee, Repetition is your best friend. You've got to repeat yourself because you're always bringing in new people into your Instagram, to your business. You always have to keep repeating yourself. Like so many people don't know about double cleansing or so many people don't know about what you're offering and you must repeat your message just about every day <laughs> or once a week. You know, that's going to be up to you You've got to, it just depends on what you're talking about and what you're doing, but really repetition is key in your marketing. It's going to, how many times do you put broccoli in front of your kid on a plate before they actually touch it or taste it? I think they've done studies. It's like eight to 10 times before somebody will actually taste it. So you've got to be talking about acne or your products or whatever, eight to 10 times before somebody's going to buy it. So don't give up. 
Do not give up. If you're, if you're out there marketing yourself, a new product, a new service, you've got to saturate your feed with it. For instance, these last couple weeks, I've noticed something that's really helped my business and marketing. I'm trying to book appointment or get my books filled. And if all I do is just saturate that week's feed with examples and clients and lashes and skin, that that service will book a lot faster if I keep repeating it. So repetition is your friend. And the last letter of skincare that I want to share with you tonight, I hope that these make sense. The E stands for the end result. In your marketing, what is the end result? What do you want people to do once they see you? Do you want them to be inspired? Do you want to educate them? Do you want them to buy from you? Do you want them to trust you? And your end result is something that you have to tell them what to do. People love to be told what to do. Please tell me what my skincare regimen needs to be to get rid of my acne. Please tell me what I need to do to be healthy. Please tell me how to juice. Please tell me how I can have a better marriage. Like humans want to be told what to do. So when you're out there marketing and you're doing your thing, which you're really good at, you got to know what's the end result. What do I want them to do? For us, I want to build trust, which helps people to book with me. It helps them to buy from me. So a lot of my a lot of my marketing, a lot of what I do is to build trust. So how I do that is I, like once or maybe twice a week, I have a really strong call to action. If you want this, you've got to book now. I don't, don't skip around it. Don't water it down. You have to be bold and to tell them what you want them to do. A strong call to action. Book here. Call now. Do this, do that. You really, really have to have the end result in mind. You've got to be very clear in your messaging. I should have included that in the C in skincare to be clear in your messaging. Because if you're confused, more than likely your clients are going to be confused and they won't buy from you. So I hope that this helps. I love marketing. Keep it simple. Do what's right for you. And most important thing of all, just do one thing at a time because it can get way too overwhelming. It's just like giving someone a new skincare regimen that's like 10 steps. It's really overwhelming. Just do one or two things that are the easiest for you to do right now so that you can get some momentum in your marketing. Just get some momentum. And my last tip, I just thought of this, plan the night before what you're going to do the next day. Write three things down. They're going to help you get the most traction, the most momentum for your business the next day. Three things. That's it. So remember, good skincare and marketing is worth the time. In like, It's worth thinking it out the night before, writing it down, implementing it, and just move forward. Never mind what everyone else is doing. You do 
what's right for you. Thanks, you guys. I appreciate you so much. And I really love what the beauty mavens are doing. They are changing the industry one person at a time. And they know their stuff. So for that, I'm deeply grateful to be here. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful, beautiful, successful day. Hey everyone, we're the Beauty Biz BFFs. I'm Lorena from Dear Lash Love. And I'm Casey from Glow Skin Care. And we are here to talk to you about three things to think about when you're posting on social media. So it gets very overwhelming and confusing and a ton of you ask us or our listeners ask us like how to post, when to post, how often. So hopefully these three things will help you. Yeah, so we just want to break it down, make it really simple for you guys. Like Lorena said, we're bringing it back to the basics. So first, is it consistent? Casey, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) What does it mean? I think it means that you need a consistent theme. What are you trying to get across? Are you trying to sell products? Are you trying to sell services? Are you trying to give tips? I think you need to find a common theme so that you're followers keep coming back for more and they know what's happening and right? they know what's happening they're like is this a lash artist is this an esthetician what are they what are they talking about okay i love that yeah um one of my favorites are the pictures aesthetically pleasing to the eye so a lot of times i see pictures that i understand why the person posted it it's informative but when you see it it's it's like an eyesore so you want to just make sure that your feed is almost like the magazine cover, right? It's yeah. all the really good photos, clear lighting, um, and then the inside, the stories, is where you can kind of show the nitty gritty. So maybe like you're popping a pimple in your story, yes. but on the cover, <laughs> on the Instagram feed, you've got a picture of somebody getting a facial. So just making sure that your pictures are nice to look at. Right. Unless you're Dr. Pimple Popper and that's like your jam, that's your theme, that's your consistency. But otherwise, make sure that the pictures look nice, they're consistent. I would say one thing yeah. as a tip, don't be paranoid about how your feed looks. Absolutely. Because um, I definitely break mine up. I, I, I don't I don't get paranoid over it. Right. Well, you still need to show your personality. Show your personality. Have some fun. Don't worry about the grid too much. Make sure those pictures are fun to look at. Right. And then last but not least, is it informative and fun? And so whenever I'm posting something, I always think, what do I want to share? What's a tip that I want them to take from this post? And is it, I mean, obviously sometimes I want to be serious, but is it fun? You know, so is it, am I giving them information and is it just like a fun picture or a fun little tip so if I can hit those things then I feel like I've done my job absolutely I totally agree I think sometimes for us it can be hard because working in the beauty industry you kind of want to maybe advertise a special or talk about a certain service but there's a fun an informative way of doing it without feeling and sounding super salesy. Right. And you have to realize, too, that some posts are just going to do better than others. Absolutely. And it shouldn't keep you from not posting because you do, at the end of the day, this is a, a, a place to promote your business, so you do need, do need to show what you're selling. Yes. Uh, I think I notice sometimes with, like, a product, maybe it won't do as well as, the, as like, a picture of myself or a person. I'd say so don't worry about it. You can't worry about it. You need to post what what you're selling and whatever is going to help your business. Absolutely. So if you want more tips like this, make sure you're following us at beauty biz BFFs podcast. You can also follow me, Casey at glow skin, Carolay. And you can follow me at dear lash love. And 
That's it. That's it, you guys. <laughs> Make it super simple and fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you really learned some valuable things. I think all of these tips were just amazing and I can't wait to see how you're implementing them. Let us know what some of your biggest takeaways were. Go ahead and screenshot you listening to the podcast. Tag us on your stories. We love to see it. And like I said, we want to see your biggest takeaways. Take always. All of this insight is amazing, but it's all about the implementation. So let us know how you're implementing it into your business. And we can't wait to see your business grow as you take action. And we'll see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens.